You're listening to Donkey Brain the Podcast. Three, two, one. I that was weak on my end. All right, we're back. Took a little week hiatus, trying to get in the groove with the old, you know, all the jabs and going back to school and stuff, but we're back. What week is this now? Is it 27? 27, I think. I think it's 27, uh, so. I should have looked. Yeah, that was kind of a big oopsie. But anyway, uh, again, we're back. We have Randy back on again, our old boss at Young America. Randy, how are you doing? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me back. Appreciate it. Hell yeah. So we had Connor the last time. Now we're having Randy. That's back-to-back Young America managers. Good Heidi on. Yep. All, all three. That's like sponsorship worthy. I mean, like we need some capital flowing into this thing. We do. Yeah. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Bet. All right. Well, ass of the week. Randy had a good one. Randy, take it away. All right. For my ass of the week, it's to everybody who's on any social media platform complaining about college students back in the town of normal who have COVID. You dumb bastards depend on the income and the economic functionability of these 18 to 25 year old students who come down to school for nine, 10, 12 months out of the year. They fund the town, their tax money, the university money, all the jobs that they bring. It literally funds the town. We're a college town. That's what we are. We happen to have state farm. We happen to have country companies, but it's a college town. So people who are mad at college students, what college students are going to do, college students are going to drink beer, right? College students are going to hang out together, right? Yes, That's what college students do. And guess what? They're not hanging out with you in the aisles of whatever the fuck store you go and hang out at. They're not coming to your affluent neighborhoods. No, they're going to Brujas. (laughs) They're going to the bars. They're hanging out in apartments and in dorms. So you literally have no cross sector with these people except for Walmart. That's basically it. So go to Meyer because broke ass college students can't afford that place. True that. Right. So that's my ass. I went to Meyer once in four years. Yeah. Because you can't afford it. It's yeah. The amount of people that I'm like, oh, these damn college students, they should just leave. Okay, but then when they take all their money with them and then they like basically like fund the job market for minimum wage in the town, like who are you going to get to work at the grocery stores and the restaurants and stuff like that? Like just be smart about this, guys. COVID sucks. It's been going on for far too long and it's going to go on for far much too longer. But dude, stop blaming it like on the college students. Like this is some big surprise. It's not. Shut up. Yeah, I guess as a preface, we probably should have said that. So Randy works in student housing. So Randy is not one of those people complaining about it. I think that's why it definitely, like, because, I mean, ISU, like, realistically, from, I would say, like, mid-August through, like, mid-May is, like, mostly college kids. Like, after that, people leave. Kids go home for the summer. They go wherever. So I think it definitely, like, sucks. And I get why people are like, okay, things are bad students shouldn't be doing this but it's also like they definitely like i've been around that town over the summer and it is like alarmingly dead like it's a ghost town absolutely yeah like it's it's weird where i think like you bring up a good point like 
with the economy and especially like with the workforce, it's kind of like, okay, not that it's okay that they're stupid, but to say just like, Hey, you guys shouldn't come back. It's like, I mean, I don't think you realize the repercussions aside from like thinking 10 minutes ahead of time per se. So. Absolutely. I think that, that, you know, again, can you be mad at people for not being responsible during this time? Absolutely. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not discrediting that, but I just think like the streams don't cross, right? Like college students aren't, you know, they're they're in that little pocket of campus, right? It's like a, a, a two square mile block. And then, you know, Uber rides downtown. That's, that's kind of the, the limit to it. Like, and I get it. Like, but what did you think was going to happen? You can put all these ramifications. It's not just normal. There's, it's every college town in, in the nation, right? University of Alabama had like 500 cases in week one, right? It, it's kind of crazy, but that's what college towns do. They were all cooped up for four months of quarantine. They got a chance to come back to school, right? Yep. And they're going to have fun. It's part of it, man. It is part of it. I mean, you no, really I, you can't like make them not. There's nothing aside from actually because what there was a 48 hour like lockdown thing in normal, correct? There was, was yeah, hundred fifty dollar fine yeah. if you got caught. More it was than instituted people. by the mayor, yeah, and like any town employee could find you. So a fire uh, department person, police, ISU police, any any person from the the health department, if you were gathering in things of ten or more, you could get a fine. And I mean. You know, it's it's hard to enforce. It's it's hard to police. Sure, they could be a lot more responsible. We don't need crowds of a thousand or five hundred gathering. I totally get that, and we'll work with the town in, in the best possible ways to help those people. But at the end of the day, the hospitalization rate for people in their twenties is what next to nothing. Yeah. Right. And and, and again, I'm not discrediting this because I mean, I'm I'm 38, almost 38, and like I'm a little bit worried that I'm going to get it, and I'm mingling with these students on a daily basis. So I get it, but like to flat out say, go home, don't come back. Like just be smart about knowing what the financial and long-term ramifications are there. Quality points, quality points from Randy. Um, kind of something to build off that, like going into what people are talking about. Did you see the new, um, the new report that came out from the CDC talking about actual deaths in terms of what COVID uh, is like, I'm not going to speculate like, as to like, again, make it political or anything like that, but how people see these reports as such contrasting things. So again, you see from the right, they look at this like, okay, only 6% of deaths are actually from just straight COVID. So like, at this point now, I think it's like just over 9,000. That number like sounds like, whoa, what the hell? Like, what are we all so worried about? But then you really take it into consideration. Like, well, it's still a hundred percent of the deaths are kind of complicated from COVID still. It's still, it's, it's a weird thing. And I think it's so interesting how everyone's spinning the narrative, whatever way they want to do it. And it's been just funny to read all the stuff on Twitter. Then you see all the stuff on Facebook and how contrasting those two viewpoints are. It just blows my mind. Yeah. It's kind of alarming. Really? <laughs> I've seen like, like you said, like five on Twitter, five on Facebook the different audiences per se and like where people are getting this info, if it's fact checked, things like that. Like it is kind of alarming. Like I get it. A lot of people are like, let's just discredit it. But it's like, if you're still in like a deny, deny, deny phase this late in the game, it's alarming. Like just sit down and like read a few good articles and be like, okay, as like a 20 something, maybe I'm not 
as susceptible. Maybe I'm not in as much danger, but out of courtesy of others, like just on like a surface level, like that's how you should look at it where it's so weird that numbers keep going up. And I feel like every few weeks there's something like this where somebody's like, well, it's only 6%. And then people are like, well, I'm not going to wear a mask anymore. It's like, just pull it together for the sake of, I want to be done with all of this. Like people are still dying every day. People are getting diagnosed every day. It's like, we just need to look at this as like, how do we finish it versus like, okay, well that's 6% now, like let's just prolong it for like another nine months. And it's like, okay, but how many more people will die because you're like, I want to go back to a sporting event or I want to do stupid stuff. Like people just need to stop thinking about themselves and just be like, all right, let's suck it up. Cause that's why so many other countries were so successful. It's like, Hey, I'm just going to sit inside for two weeks, but if everyone does it and nobody bitches, we're good. Like New Zealand crushed the game. They went like a hundred some days without a case. I mean, now I think they're still doing really well, but it's because people were like, I'm just going to listen to what people say and I'm not going to make weird opinions or political views or anything and just, you know, put others before myself kind of a thing. But does that, does that surprise you about America? Like in the least? No, not at all. Right. Like we knew that like the moment that this came to our country, we were screwed because like you'll have pockets of people who want to follow the rules. You have pockets of people who are like, okay, I'm still skeptical about this. You have pockets of people who are just super paranoid about it, who are going to, you know, be, you know, hand sanitizing everything and, and not leave their houses. And then you get the pe- the percentage of people who are just like, it's a hoax. It's no worse than the flu, like whatever. And it's just like, there's nothing I don't think that in this country is going to like pull everybody together on like except for like some crazy, crazy, like far level natural disaster or something like that. And even then, like, dude, it's America. Somebody's always going to just be contrarian just to be contrarian. That's, that's, that's our nation in general. Like, come on, man. Like this sucks. It's what month six, month seven. Is there an end in sight? I don't think so. But like, are we going to continue to do anything about it? No, because there's still pockets of people who don't care. And there's, it's just always going to be something until, herd immunity or a vaccine, right? You saw the new, there's like a new White House, uh, not advisor, but lead spokesperson now, and he's a huge advocate for uh, herd immunity. Like, I feel like it's a little late in the game to be, you know, (laughs) like, like we could have been calling these shots three, like three months back, four months back. What the hell are we doing just now doing this? Like, I don't know. Like the only part that upsets upsets me. And I think I've said this before in the podcast. I just feel like we don't have a goal in mind. Like there's never, there has not been a goal. It was flatten the curve. Then it was like, okay, let's get people tested. Well, now we're not flattening the curve. Deaths are going out there, but like, okay, <laughs> what the fuck, what, what does that do? Just say like, oh shit, I, another thousand people got it in this little pocket of nothingness at this college town. Um, now what? Like we, we have no like foreseeable goal until we just get a vaccine. And whenever the hell that's going to happen, I have no idea, but like nothing's happening. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's kind of weird because like school started up again and everybody was like, you know, that's that. There's all these different triggers that happen, right? Like, so I mean, you know, with kids and like, figuring out childcare. Do you teach them from home? Do they get to go back? Like it's, it's a mess, man. And like there are schools right now who still haven't figured it out and they're either already started or going to be started. And it's like, they've had like six months to figure out what the heck is going on. Right. Yeah. And, and there's still no plan because like you said, there's, there's no end goal. What is the end goal? I have a weird like thought process 
that all these kids going back into these weird, like centered communities might expedite the process. Hear me out. I think getting them all together to where they're only giving it to each other and they can hurry up and just get through it as opposed to just kicking the can down the road and having stupid kids all over the goddamn country, just kind of just slowly giving it to pockets of people. Now everyone knows like what you just said, like don't go near these college kids. We know where they're at now. They're at Kensington. They're at the lodge. They're at pub. They're at Brujas. Stay away from all these stupid kids. Like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I get you. I mean, but at the same time, like, again, they, they, you might be asymptomatic. Like, it's, it's crazy the amount of cases, like, booms that, we, that we're seeing right now in McLean County. Like, again, all summer long, because it's a ghost town, there's, there's really not, you know, 2% or, you know, a couple, you know, under 100 active cases. And then, like, kids come back and it's like 200 today, 195 the next day, 200 the next day. And it's like, holy cow, like, you're just seeing it just rifle through here. But, again, is – is that the worst thing if people are asymptomatic? And, and again, in, in McLean County, there's only four people who are hospitalized. It's, it's kind of crazy when you, when you look at the, the sheer volume of it. What's the positivity rate in McLean County? I was like a 10% or something like that. It just, it just went over 10%. It's like 10.2% right now. That's wild as hell. Mm-hmm. And okay, so I actually have the data. I, I don't know how I acquired this, but I, I have the McLean County COVID-19 data tracker Google Doc. It's pretty cool to see. Um, as of right now, there's 1,767 active cases or have been cases, okay, uh, of which 907 of those people have recovered. So go Connor. Um, and then in the last seven days, there's been 624 cases. The previous high in the last seven days, like, is literally yesterday at 577 and the day before at 479, then 420, 406. And then before that, it's like 123 and it goes all the way back to like a string of the 90s. Like, from March until July, the highest like level case in seven days was 15. Guys, 15. Let me say it again. And then now you had four or 627 in the last seven days. Like that, you brought 20,000 kids back to school. What do you think was going to happen? Those are rookie numbers back in those brackets. Right. <laughs> We got to get those numbers up. Come on now. <laughs> Same way with ISU cases. So uh, again, on this, on this Google doc, it shares uh, ISU student cases. As of, as of right now, there's 972 total student cases. Okay. In the past five days out of that 972, there's 619 new cases. So it's kind of crazy. Like there's no more flatten the curve because the curve's going up. So are we going to flatten the curve again? Or are we just going to kind of, curve towards herd immunity. I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. Like divide, keep these kids where they're going to be dumb. Just keep them together and then keep the susceptible people away from them. Boom. <laughs> that was the question. I'll, all we just needed is to send these, all these kids back to school. That was the, that was the, the, uh, the thing to solve this whole entire time. You know what? Throw them in harm's way. Yep. That's what we need yeah, to do. You know, like in chess, you let the pawns go first. Sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> Sacrifices. Yep. All right, Jimmy. What are people talking about? That's probably yeah, the one. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was good, though. I mean, I've talked with like two or three people um, just about like, because I mean, Brinzi are younger, so she's going back to school. I have a lot of friends who are still in school, and a lot of people like, I'm curious what their schools were doing, just because ISU's not Big Ten. It's not a massive school, so it was 
I think interesting to see like, Hey, what school's doing better? Like are certain States doing better as a whole. So, I mean, I think it's definitely just a good update just cause I mean, we haven't really had an episode since people have gone back. So um, we'll keep the COVID updates going <laughs> throughout the series of this podcast, but um, on the topic of going back to school. So we were going to record last week and we chose not to, but um, people were talking about the nationwide Zoom outage on the first day of class. I don't know why I thought it was as funny as I did. Maybe it's just because like I, I'm not in school anymore. I don't have to deal with it. But like in my head, like, of course, that Zoom didn't think through like, hey, uh, we're going from probably like minimal-ish usage. I'm sure businesses, whatever, use it. But all of a sudden, every college in the U.S. potentially could be ramping up within a week or two of one another. And everyone's online. Everyone needs to be in a lecture, everything like that. And then Zoom just crashes. Like, I remember Bryn's, like, first day of class. I was like, hey, how's it going? He's like, oh, I haven't been able to log into Zoom. I haven't been able to log into, like, our portal. I haven't been able to do anything. And I was like classic like people just not setting themselves up for success I don't think and it's kind of like with the semester that's going to potentially be all online for the whole semester you would think they would have taken precautions kind of accommodated for the increase in users but colleges being colleges just said nope and the first day of classes was like a hilarious train wreck so definitely hilarious that that happened but oh well I guess Zoom recovered. I mean, we're on it right now, so it's working for us, but. We had the first day of class at uh, Auburn High School. Again, if you don't know right now, I'm permanently subbing. So um, we had heard about this the day of, and this is because we started classes at 9, 10 a.m. We were hearing about all over the country, like Zoom was going out. I'm like, if I turn this on, this Zoom doesn't work. I mean, this is going to be a train wreck because it's already been kind of a train wreck. Um, but everything was fine. Like the whole first week was fine, but I just heard about everything going on at college and everything. What a terrible way to kick off the year. I mean, it's already not right. Just to have that like, oh, you know what? We're not even going to be meeting because nothing works. <laughs> it's Mur Murphy's Law, right? Yeah. Anything yeah. that can't go wrong will go wrong. So, yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. But, I mean, I guess that's – we didn't really think what are our other options besides zoom right now. Right. <laughs> we yeah. kind of put all of our eggs in this basket. Yeah. That's a really good point. Cause I mean, what else yeah. is there to do? Messenger pigeon, messenger pigeons. Goodness gracious. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird though, because there's other platforms. Like, I don't know why everyone just defaulted to zoom when all of this happened, but like, I mean, for work, we use like WebEx, which I don't know if either of you use that. It's awesome. Love it. Um, there's like Skype, like there's other things where it's kind of like, I don't know if universities got a really good deal or what the case was, but it's just weird to me that everyone like defaulted to one thing. And then now there's just so many users, which I'm sure is great for them. But then to have an outage like that, it's like, okay, we cannot risk doing this. Like people are already pissed off with the online classes, everything like that, where it's like, if you're going to have an outage once every other week, once a month, whatever it might be, that's not a good look. And eventually Zoom will just get phased out. So I don't know why universities didn't say, hey, if everyone's using Zoom, let's use something else kind of a thing. But just yeah, I, I one think more thing on the list. 
you totally hit the, the nail on the head. I mean, at, at our work, we use uh, G Suite, right? So uh, we're able to, you know, to basically do the same thing as what we're doing right now, but just through Google, uh, our emails and stuff like that. So here's a funny fact for you. Okay, so if you could go back in time, okay, uh, on March 1st of this year, before like the whole really kick into COVID thing, Zoom stock was at $113 per share. Anybody want to take a guess at where it's at today? 600 470 it's at 325 so it's tripled in in the six months right now since uh since most people have been meeting virtually it's crazy whatever happened to skype because i feel like skype was the go-to and i've never even heard of zoom until all this crap started and i'm like i always knew about skype and i I don't think does anybody even use skype anymore because i know kind of facetime phase it out a little bit right but i mean so facetime is like microsoft's thing right so like does it yeah. not play does it not play nice with apple i don't know no i like i don't think it's a problem because i mean you download it the same that you would like zoom so it was kind of weird because i mean i feel like if people were to go skype in the first place like i guess i haven't really used it in years so i don't know but at the same time it's like it's Microsoft. So I'm sure it's a more secure platform. I know zoom was having a lot of security problems and that was causing a lot of headaches for professors, even like business lectures, whoever. Um, so it's weird that it didn't get picked up by at least some people, but then again, I don't know. Cause I feel like now it's hard to say like what's good, what's not. Cause there's platforms for everything. Like, I mean, I don't think Google had like anything serious until all this happened and then they released it. And now they have something and I think people are adapting to the norm, but I don't know. I couldn't really think of anything before Skype before all of this had happened. Like Skype was the OG. Yeah. Yeah. I can't, I can't think of anything else, dude. I mean, I, I know that like before that there was like actual webcams, right. That you would like hook on top of your desktop, <laughs> like way back in the day. Right. And you could only like connect to like somebody else who had a webcam and was like using that specific, you know, platform or whatever so it's it's nuts man like i good for zoom they definitely cornered the market somehow but you're right i i think that they got on board with the college people and somehow they're giving people a deal they only give us 40 minutes though which is more shit because we're 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 broke as hell and we won't buy the premiums no (laughs) maybe zoom should sponsor donkey brand the podcast and give you guys like extra content i'm telling you what i mean I think that that stock could be around like 600, you know, if donkey brain was actually vouching for it, that'd be a good hammer the buy hammer. Yeah. As of right now though, we're not, we're not condoning. We're not, we use it. It's free, but we're not, we're (laughs) not putting our name on it. Yeah. It's for 40 minutes. Can't really take a side. So Portugal. Yeah. If, if Google wants to jump in the play and we start the bidding, right? Yeah. You know, I'll even bring Skype back into it. <laughs> we'll bring Skype back up to the top, man. All right. All right. Randy, what are people talking about? Tell us. Oh, man. Um, okay, well, so yeah. I got one for you guys. This is uh, – have you guys heard about the coin shortage? Yeah. Okay. The fake coin shortage. <laughs> So it's a real thing. All right. So I went to the gas station the other day, filled up my tank, used my debit card at the pump. I ran inside and I had cash for like the first time ever. And I bought a Gatorade, right? It was like a dollar or 79 or something like that. I used a $5 bill. And the lady's like, I don't have change to give back to you. And I'm like, what? 
She's like, I don't, there's, we don't have change. And I'm like, okay, can you give me $3? So they basically made an extra 20 cents off of my Gatorade. You know, they upcharged me and I happily took it because I just wanted my Gatorade and I felt $2 was still a fair price. So the coin shortage is apparently real. Colton, you seem to disagree. Um, why it what, it what caused this i mean i i've we think we've talked about this before and i know my friends two things what is this why is this happening two two reasons why one and we have talked about this on the podcast money is very dirty so people are using less of it so i definitely agree there like i try to not use cash honestly i don't even use my debit card anymore i just use my credit card so i don't have to punch in my pin like that's my thought of being like sanitary so i think a lot of people do that so there's just less in circulation. In regard to circulation, I don't know if I've said it before on the podcast, banks do not collect change for free anymore, at least not any of the banks close to me. So I have, I don't even know, probably upwards of $130, I would say, in change, just like coming home, throwing it in a jar, whatever. Banks don't you know how you used to go in and like they used to have a machine that yeah. would so, collect it yeah. and you'd give it. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 Yeah. 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 So up here, I don't know down by you guys, they used to do it for free, but now they give you the little rolls and they want you to roll your own change. Fuck now that. I am exactly. I, I hate it. I don't know why they did that. So now in my head, this makes sense because banks weren't constantly bringing it back and people are using less change. I have perfectly good change. But until a bank's like, hey, give us two minutes and then we will give you money, like dollars for it, I'm just going to leave it there. And I'm going to keep adding to it. And then I'm just going to laugh every time I see like, oh, there's a shortage. And I'm like, somebody else's problem. Now, if you're very like the government's doing this to track it, <laughs> I'm not with you there. I just want banks to save me money. Like, I don't have time to sit and be like, cool, three hours for like $40. Like that's stupid to me. But I think that's part of the reason is I know personally, like everyone in my house has just excess change that we cannot. Take you guys are like set like, up then. You guys are set up because when this change shortage goes on, trust me, like you in you know, in the land of the blind, the one I man is king. You guys, <laughs> you guys are setting yourselves up for, for success here because I think again, it's just not in circulation because one, yeah, people perceive it to be dirty, right? Uh, two, people aren't buying as much, you know, from March, we all stayed at home, right? Or we had stuff delivered to us. It was, it was mainly credit card, debit cards, certain things like that. So my bank does do the change machine, right? Um, you bring your change in there, they dump everything in there. But I asked them, hey, why is this not more popular? And they said, because the machines constantly break down. Because when you just give them this big giant tub, does anybody ever pre-roll their coins? No, because it's a pain in the ass wants to do it right so you what do you do you bring in this nasty milk jug or this big gunny sack or nasty whatever the case might be and there's probably like pocket lint in there there's legos there's all kinds of shit inside of there and they dump it in this machine and it just kept jamming the machines so they just kept getting pissed that every time you know they brought the change machines into there it would just get jammed up with pocket lint and you know jacks and whatever else i don't know but that's 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 part of it so now you can go to the, 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 the grocery store, right? And they all have those Coinstar machines in there that charge you like 5% of your change or more like 20%. It's like 21%. Yeah, yeah it's I was going to say, time. it's more than that. It's like a waste. It's the fucking racket. It's some core shit. Like, that was such an awesome thing to look at as a kid when you had like a Folgers can and they're sort of just dumping it and they're starting this weird like 
I don't even know. Like, you know, that stuff that like, gets the bubbles out of like decals and stuff that, that they uh, use. It's like, like almost like a putty scraper. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Just putting it in there, like, I mean, just hearing it rack up. All right, here's 60 bucks. That was life changing money back in the yeah, day. Absolutely. The good times are over now. And you were just like, <laughs> you knew you might have had a couple quarters, but like, dude, once those quarters started hitting, you see the, they just start jacking Come up. Oh, big money. Yeah, dude. It, it was like, just like horse racing for kids. Also, my problem is I know that one of the bins I have, I brought home from college, significantly less money in it because I would constantly take the quarters out so I could play darts. So there's got to be like $11 in like a big tin because it's just like pennies and nickels. Like, (laughs) it's Um, no good. Like, all the quarters are at Brujas, can tell you for a fact. Like, they're in the dartboard. The part that always makes me sick when I at least look at those machines, I'd be like, how accurate are those? Cause it's not like I'm going to go through and count that shit. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take it as it is. Whatever it's <laughs> they might've been charging you 20%. They're probably charging you 40. Years, right? yeah. I'm, I'm over here bashing Cornstar, but they're actually doing us a favor by only dicking us over by 21%. Right? Yeah. They're actually telling us what's happening. As Good call. To, like, the big banks would be like, you know what? Fuck this kid. He's not counting. Good call. Yeah. I'm, I've always now, kind of wondered that shit. Okay, so I, I, story time. My my dad uh, used to roll his own coins. Like he had a little coin machine he got for Christmas. He poured in there, like spin around. He put the little papers in there. It would roll them up. He like wrote it down and keep tally. And then he'd take it in the bank. And when the numbers were wrong, he would be skeptical of the bank. So he'd be pissed off. He's like, no, I had $37.14 there, not $36.42 there. And they were like, I'm sorry, sir. This is what it is. And he was like, you know, he might have been, Pops might have been onto the game, onto the racket because – Somebody's skimming off the top. And think about it. Like, you could take, you know, a couple dollars per transaction. Got yourself a stew going. You would never know. I mean, if, let's say, 20 some odd people walked in there every day and you just kept taking a couple dollars, dollar here, 50 cents there, you would never know. Because, again, I'm not counting the change. Right. I'm American. I'm not wearing a mask. Right. (laughs) I don't believe big pharma. (laughs) Or big bank. Um, you know what? I'm not counting my change. You count my change. <laughs> yeah, literally, you. I could hand you like a five-gallon bucket of change, and you come back, and if you throw out a number that is higher than sixty dollars, they could be like, "This was seventy-three dollars." Like, you're kidding? Like, no way. Like, I'm not gonna be like, "Can I see? Like, can I get a receipt for it?" I'm just gonna be like, "Sweet, dude, just throw some cash my way. I'm gonna go somewhere and." Probably just wasted. So um, I, f- I feel like the only other business in in the world that's like that is like uh, recycling or scrapping. Like if you take like yeah. aluminum someplace oh, yeah. and they're like, "I'll give you four dollars." Like, fuck yeah, you got rid of a truckload of stuff for four dollars. <laughs> Nobody knows what it actually is. Yeah, that's a very good comparison. Like people are like, "Yeah, it's scrap metal." They're like, "I'll give you four dollars." I was like, "I was gonna <laughs> leave it at my curb." So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a positive right there. Found money. Yeah, just stupid. But no, that's a actually a very good comparison. I'm trying to think of what oh, I was, I was too. I was like looking up, like I was yeah, yeah. thin air. Because I mean, you you can't argue it. There's no way. It's almost like arguing like apartment prices. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, you can't do that. <laughs> you're like fuck. I mean, I guess if he says if he says it's twelve months and I have to pay for twelve payments, yeah, it's based <laughs> on the market value. As if I even know what that is. <laughs> like, does anybody uh, know what that is? Young America does not condone this, uh, this segment. Yeah. I mean, that's all right. You know all who's right. going to be sitting on a gold mine when this is all said and done? Aldi. Because you got to put a quarter in to get a cart, dude. And granted, it's the same quarter over and over again, but still. 
I'm imagining like apocalyptic sort of stuff. Like people are going to be scrounging the streets, like raiding houses for quarters and nickels and dimes. And so stuff. like, it's, it's a real thing though. Like people can't do their laundry now because they don't have quarters and like not every, not every laundry machine has like a credit card reader. Yeah. That's, I didn't even really think about that, but vending machines, stuff like that. Like it's, it's messing with people, dude. Yeah. No, I believe it. All right. Well, Randy, do you want to kick us off with people aren't talking about? Uh, why don't you guys go first, man? I'm out of the loop here. <laughs> All right. What do you got, Jimmy? Hold and go. Not me. All right. Well, um, one of the things that I thought was extremely interesting and it happened last week was when it kind of came out. Uh, do you guys know who Jerry Falwell Jr. is? <sighs> Jimmy? Randy, he seems that he knows. I, the name sounds familiar. Okay. Jimmy, don't know? Nope. Okay, so his dad was a, a influential pastor. That's uh, right. Okay. Yeah, his dad was an influential pastor like in uh, the United States. I mean, he was like on TV and all that stuff. Everyone knew who he was. Just like your uh, typical like Southern pastor, everyone just going to be um, identifying with with like a strong Christian views. Well, his son is the what was the president of Liberty University. Well, he had gotten in some trouble from, over some stuff he posted on Instagram a couple of weeks ago. He was taking a little leave of, leave of absence and everything. Well, then a shocking story came out um, about apparently his wife having an affair against him well on him and uh well now it's starting to kind of unravel and this guy's like a major trump supported too so again there's another big weave that kind of goes along with that well again this is all hearsay but it's starting to become like this might be the actual story this came from like rooters so this kid who's like a pool boy for them of course it's a pool boy um He's saying that it was like some sort of relationship he was having with not only the wife, but the husband as well. And apparently Jerry Falwell Jr. would watch them and stuff, which is crazy. Okay, it's obviously a crazy concept, but also this is Jerry Falwell Jr., who is the president of Liberty University, which is a strong conservative school, strong Christian school, and they talk about like premarital sex being like a sin and all that stuff. Well, he's doing apparently this stuff and his wife's cheat. It's a crazy ass story. And it just gets even more and more complicated as it goes. I highly su- uh, suggest you read into it. It's just nuts. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. What's the, I don't even know. Cause I feel like there's just so many like ridiculous things like that, that have been coming out within the last few months that it's like weird to comprehend because there's just so many layers to it where it's like, yeah, it started off as an affair and you're like, okay, not like that's cool, but like, it's kind of like not the biggest of deals. And then it just keeps unraveling and you're like, that's super weird. And then obviously like at least out of the gate, if you're in that high of a position, you're just going to deny, deny, deny. Like, I don't think anyone ever is like, yeah, that's that hundred percent happened. I'm going to resign my position. Like that never happens like that. So that's curious just to see if, you know, as more comes out, they'll just decide to step away or they'll just do it on their own will before the university steps in or 
Yeah, that's super weird. So it initially came out with him saying, like, yeah, my wife cheated on me. And it was, like, a really weird thing. Like, what a weird thing to say. Well, then that article from Reuters came out, and you're like, okay, it looks like they're trying to get ahead of that story. Well, then another story came out from the fall will saying, like, no, this guy was blackmailing us the whole entire time. He was going to come out with this stuff. Uh, if we didn't settle with him, so we had to hurry up and get this announcement out before he went to the actual. And they're like, "What are you talking about? Like this? This? It, they're definitely trying to cover their tracks so hard. It's it's seeming more and more apparent like that's what's actually going on. Like that kid who is like half their age, not even half their age, by the way, too, um, which is just even more disturbing. Uh, that that seems like what happened. <laughs> Have you guys ever like? It- it seems like whenever these stories like come out there, right. It's like, there's like a surface level that they want you to hear. And then like, people are like, mm, and then they dig a little bit and then they find some more stuff. And they're like, Hmm, if there's pay dirt here, let's see what's underneath this. And they dig a little bit more. And then it's like, it, it seems like every time one of these stories happen, it's just like, the more you dig, the more bullshit comes out. And you're just like, Whoa, like how far does it go? You know, like the, the whole Epstein thing. Like, I'm just fascinated by that too. Like you start really digging into that. Like it gets crazier and crazier. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. Like they were talking about it. That kid, again, that's another part of the story too. Apparently he like actually developed like a business relationship with them. So they were saying like, yeah, we know it. We'll get you in this. You'll, you'll own like, I think it was like called like a, like a hostel, whatever the hell it's called. Um, it's like some, uh, again, I don't know what it is. It's down in Florida and he was going to maintain people it. things. Yeah. And he was going to maintain it and like, like charge people to live there and everything. And this was going to be the main guy that taking care of it and maintaining, making sure it's going to make the money and all that stuff. Well, apparently it could kind of like a falling out between them. So now the guy was like, okay, we had like an agreement. Just let me maintain this. And now won't say anything about what's been going on. Well, then they construed that as like, oh, this is like this blackmail. This guy is trying to screw us over. So that's the point. That's the thing that they're trying to paint, and it's not sticking. It looks like shit. And the real, <laughs> the initial reason why this Jerry Falwell Jr. like got kind of like chastised and like, oh, you probably should step down for a little bit. They went on this family vacation, and it was. Normal picture. He posts on Instagram. Normal picture. Normal picture. Normal picture. And then it's just weird ass picture of him with his pants unbuttoned, like having his gut stick out to an with another like fairly young girl with him. Her pants are unbuttoned and they're just sticking their guts out. It's super weird. Like you're like, what is that? Like almost like he did on accident, adding that picture into the camera roll of like, the Instagram vacation pics. But then you have that. It just doesn't look good for the fall wills. Not a good, not a good look. Some demons in there, right? For sure, hundred percent. Oh, that's so strange. But um, I can go. So I guess, like, I'll preface. I don't know how accurate this is, but I will say I've seen this from probably like six or seven different people who are different friends from different phases of life. So it could be high school, college, summer jobs, people that have never met. So it's not like this is like a super close, like inner circle. Um, But have you guys been seeing the weird thing going around with people getting random text messages of people asking 
like for an updated address or things like that because they found like a missing package or something like that. So essentially it's, um, I'll see if I can actually pull up like what the original text is, but um, I've had like a lot of people posting like on social media and stuff like that. of like, Hey, if you get this text, do not respond. And part of it was if you're updating your address, they could potentially track you. Like it's like a whole potential human trafficking thing which is weird like that's why i don't know if it's legit but at the same time like it kind of makes sense in terms of like i wouldn't think about that because like i don't know i still have a bunch of like random things online where if i went to order on amazon all of a sudden i might send it to my school address where i might think like oh yeah like not think about it where it's like i don't know if college kids are a target i don't know what that whole thing is but I mean, I've been seeing a ton of stuff where it's like, could be affiliated to that, could be an easy way to track where people are, where they live now, just like crazy things. Um, so let me see if... That's why you got to buy a brick and mortar, man. Support small business. True. Shop small. Um, yeah, I don't know if I can find it anymore. Um, but yeah, it's just like a crazy... Like I started seeing it, it was weird because... It was like a girl I worked with over the summer one year and then I saw it from someone else from ISU and then I saw it from another high school friend who went to school in Ohio. So it's like I've been seeing it from different friend groups where I was like, it's not just like I saw it one time on Facebook where I was like, all right, this is just clickbait or people are being stupid where it is kind of just like a weird thing. And then the more I thought about it, like I said, it's kind of like a simple thing to be like, Hey, uh, where should we send this package to now? Where are you located? Cause I might be like, Oh yeah. Like I'm, I don't live there anymore. Maybe it did get, you know, lost in the mail or something, but just kind of a crazy one more hectic thing of 2020. What do you think they would do that information though? Like, what do you think, where do you think they would go with that? I have no idea. I mean, I, really don't know um but i think it was just weird to see so many different people and it's like like i think it would be one thing if i saw it on facebook from like one or two random people who were like older just being like hey kids like watch out but like to see like younger people who are like hey i got this my friends got this like i don't know how in depth it goes but like i've seen a lot of different people being like i got this text my friend got this text like so I don't know what the end goal is, but it's definitely out there, which is weird. Like, I don't know if it's a phishing scheme for money. I don't know if it's like a, they just want to spam you with random calls or things like that, but definitely just like a weird thing. So I have, I have seen it. I, had, and I, fa- I have the text too. Okay. Whoa. Hey, so a bunch of my friends from Iowa just told me about a new sex trafficking method where you get a, a – Oh my, you get sent a text that says a package of yours has been lost. Open this to track. And apparently once you open it, your location is able to be tracked. So please share this with everyone and do not open it ever or something like that. So again, that's not, you say that I saw that on Instagram today. My bad. Yeah. But yeah. What the hell? But go ahead, Randy. I interrupted you. No, dude. I, I just shit's weird. Like, so, so basically you provide them with your address is what you're saying. It, apparently because i guess what can you you know when yeah. it always has that little tracking label like yeah oh, here's your number and of course it's some big ass long number right so you, you you don't know it from adam so i'm guessing you just click on that 
And once you click on that, you're screwed. I guess that, I mean, that's how I'm reading it. Yeah. I mean, it might like track your location. Like it might, cause I think like, I mean, really you can make anything look like a link where it's kind of like, if you were to click on that, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, your phone is tracking the location of where you are. And like, I mean, I don't know what the big picture is, but like, it's just weird to see so many different people being like, I, this has happened. I've gotten the text. Like, I don't know what the end goal is, but it's not like one or two people being like, let's blow this up. Like, it's kind of like, no, like I've actually gotten that text. I didn't think about it. I kind of ignored it, but it's just weird to be like, what is the end goal? Like, you know, who's to say it's not a random spam. Who's to say it's not more in depth. Like, it's just a weird. So like we, these things wouldn't keep happening if they didn't work. Right, like the 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 Saudi prince email, right? Everybody, everybody jokes thing. about it, right? Like they 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 wouldn't be doing them if they didn't still work. Like I, I mean, phishing emails, like random, like we had one at work. I don't even know. It was like last year, and it was one letter off in the email, and it looked legit, and it said, "Hey, can you fax me over uh, the the account number for the closing?" And in a regular day, it would have looked totally legit, but we didn't have any closings that day and some dude could have walked away with thousands and thousands of dollars. Had somebody not just like eagle eyed it. It's crazy. So like these things happen for a reason because people are dumb enough to give out their information without really digging into it. So be safe out there. Right? Like, I don't know. Why are you going to give people your addresses and shit like that? And like that makes yeah. links in those contexts too. So if it's like a really well-formed email or really kind of well-documented text or something as discreet as to where, it gives like a tracking number to where it's like, oh, why question it? Because I'm not going to know that number from any other number or anything like that. That's almost like a person dressing up as a cop or a doctor. Like you're not going to question like, oh, they're dressed up because that shit. I'm going to trust this source and I'm just going to yeah. have my blind faith in it. It's like the same exact thing. I don't know. It's, it's weird because like you would think that we as a country aren't that trusting, but for some dumb reason, some people are. Like the it, stuff it, that – like that simple stuff – that like it's so easy just to fuck yourself over you just like blind faith like yeah take so it. true story right. like for some reason i i kept having a company like take 45 dollars a month out of my bank account and this went on for like a year and i was like oh you know maybe my wife set up a payment plan with somebody and i like i talked to her i was like what is this from i'm like did we have a payment with the hospital this was after my son was born she's like no and i called it and it was like some company in dallas texas that I somehow I clicked the link or somebody did or something happened, but yeah, dude, they were debiting 45 bucks every single month. I contacted my bank. They could only go back three months and give me three months worth of like repercussions. But it's like, again, I, it was 45 bucks. I didn't know was missing every single month. And I just was like, what did this shit happens? It's so crazy. I never thought that I would have ever gotten scammed or, or anything like that. And yeah. Here you go. I, uh, my ISU email got hacked twice from, they said it was phishing. I don't even know what I did, but they just like randomly were like, yeah, we put a flag on your account. You were spamming. I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, you must've clicked on something, which I was like, I don't know what I did because everything looked legit. It's not like it was like some random, like, Hey, if you want to get hired here, do this. But yeah, I think like they're so good. And I think especially now, like that's kind of why it's a scary thing to be like, everyone is ordering more online. Like you're not going to stores more. So it might be like, Hey, I might've went onto a website that I ordered from all the time, but six months ago it was sent to my apartment where now I'm at home. 
I might not have thought, hey, let's change the address that I just have, especially with Amazon where it's like the one-click order. It's like, I might not double-check because in my head I'm like, oh, yeah, it must be right. And then all of a sudden I'm like, shoot, like that's going to the wrong place where it is just like kind of crazy. But I think that's why it was so weird because I don't know if it's just going out to younger kids. I don't know if it's going out to everyone. Like I don't really know anyone personally per se that's like, yeah, I'm 35 and I've gotten it. but yeah, it's just like a crazy thing that just kind of came out of nowhere, but has weirdly covered a lot of bases, which is good. I mean, that people are aware of it, but. Super weird thing. I uh, just got a notification on my phone. Uh, Liberty University opened inv- investigation to all facets of Jerry Falwell Jr.'s tenure at um, university. So, like, God damn it. <laughs> like, Keep it in between the navigational beacons, sir. Do your job. But no, 100% super weird. Um, I don't know. I get, we won't trust experts at the CDC, at the White House, in any other form of life. But yet, we'll make the snap second decisions like, yeah, I'll believe the link. Or I'll believe this text out of thin air. Yeah, sign me up, sir. Also, that brought me back to this, and I know you talked about it about a month ago, Jimmy. Have you looked any more into the Chinese seeds that people were that they were sending over? Has anything come no, up? No, not really. I haven't seen much about it, but I also haven't gone looking. So, Randy, have you? Did you hear about you? the Chinese seeds? I, I have not heard anything more, but I, I can't say that I have. It, it sounds familiar, but is no. Give me, give me some context here. Jimmy was the expert. So, yeah. So, I mean. I work down in uh, the political incorrect part of the country, one of them at least. But uh, from last summer, I was like East Tennessee, North Carolina. So I'm still friends with a lot of those people on Facebook. And at first I was like, okay, this is really stupid. But they were claiming that they got just random unmarked packages of seeds from China. And I was like, okay, this is stupid. There's no way this could be real. But then it actually turned out to be real. Like these seeds were showing up in Texas. They were showing up in California. And like pretty much every government organization with like agriculture and everything was like, we don't know what those are. Do not plant those. Like it could be invasive species. It could be whatever. I mean, I haven't really gone and looked since. But I mean, there were like a lot of articles at the time that were like, whatever you do, we cannot stress this enough you don't know where they're from. You don't even know what the seeds are. Do not plant them. And I'm so, sure. You know damn well. Hang on, wait. I, I have the yeah. total best part of this. So I did a Google search because I'm fascinated by this right now, right? Uh, second, uh, second article down on Fox News says, Arkansas man plants mystery seeds from China. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know people are going to do it. Like, Come you on. Can't, you can't give Americans an opportunity and wish to do something that they're not supposed to do. And expect them to not do it. They have to do it. So what we talked about earlier. Yeah. It's what we do, man. We're just rebellious creatures. Yeah. Now just, okay, so like the the dumb, next thing but. the next thing that, that needs to be told is like whatever grows, don't eat, right? Like that's because you already planted it, but don't eat it. It's almost don't like a step by step thing. It's like if you've ignored step one, here's step two. Please don't ignore step two. You've ignored step two. Here's step three, and they yeah. just keep being like, just move the line don't back give them and to back your and friends. Back. Like, don't, 
don't sell them at a farmer's market. Like, it's like, please just get rid of them. Like, U.S. identifies some of the mysterious seeds mailed from China. Some of the species identified include cabbage, broccoli, kale, celery, coriander, cilantro, sunflower. Yeah, I I don't know, man. So it's just a bunch of Chinese people who's like, let's just, let's just fuck with them some more. Do you guys remember, <laughs> did you guys ever have pen pals when you guys were in like elementary school? Yeah. Like you guys are like, no. write a letter? I mean, really? maybe, maybe this is a thing. Like, here's some seeds. What would we, we, we send back? Some, like, I don't know. What the hell? What are we going to send them? Cheeseburgers, french fries. Cheese curds. <laughs> cheese curds. Fast food. We don't have milkshake. anything that would like last. And the postal service doesn't work anymore anyway. So like, uh, you know, defund the postal service. You got that right. People <laughs> just want to do that now. Um, well, what would we send them? Memes, memes, or uh, TikTok. We give them TikTok back. I'm trying to think. Everything's processed in our country, so I mean, yeah. it, but yeah, stuff would so last. It, really, it. it wouldn't go bad. It would. They would just need to heat it up. Do they have it microwaves? might like actually like age like fine wine, like Casey's Pizza. <laughs> that ages like fine wine. You know, you ain't wrong. I bet you there's some people who would kill for Casey's Pizza. I just had like some a, tonight. I'd, it was great. Like a I'd week kill old for Casey's. Casey's Pizza. Like, yeah. That's a that's a new sponsorship opportunity right there. Oh, I man. say shit. <laughs> it really took a turn at the end of this thing. <laughs> it went it started at what did it start at? Oh, human trafficking. And then it went to seeds. Then it went to like people would kill for probably Casey's pizza. hundred <laughs> percent. Oh damn. All right. We got anything else? No, nothing. No, I I got nothing, man. I I'm, I'm not super tuned in right now. But I mean, the only thing that I that I heard in the in the news process right now is that you know with college sports not uh, competing or some conferences not competing, you have a bunch of uh, top professional or, or soon to be top professional athletes who are just uh, opting out. Right? Uh, yep. You saw uh, Jamar Chase who who plays for LSU. Or, yeah, LSU. He he opted out of the senior year. So imagine if you're running a, a sports program and you have to draft these kids and you're missing a full year of tape, right? It's, it's going to be, it's going to be a challenge. So the ramifications of not having college sports are going to be seen throughout all the professional sports here in the next, you know, next year's draft and everything like that. So it's kind of crazy. I don't think a lot of people are paying attention to that. So I'll do fairness to Jamar chase. Again, he would have to do something wild in which to raise draft stock. I mean, dude oh, already totally has agree. like that was the that was this the most common sense business call. You don't have Joe Burrow throwing to you anymore. You had an amazing year last year. You're national champions. What more are you gonna do as opposed to just get ready for the next school year? Don't get sick. Get stronger. Get faster. Just do everything ready to just to go pro. There's nothing left to do. So and and to touch on that point, I th- I think that this could be precedent for other people going forward if you have a really strong season and you're not draft eligible would you sit out another year and just let that one year of tape do it for you rather than risk getting hurt and falling rounds it's a business decision like you said i I know he's not going to increase his stock he can he can only you know stay the same as he's going to be a top 10 pick no matter what so 
But I mean, the rest of the guys, like the people who need that that last year or a breakout year to get drafted, like it's gonna be to be tougher on some of these collegiate athletes. Like, what do you do? Do you go out to like these like workout factories and stuff like that and just try to put together tape in in lieu of game film? I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be kind of crazy. Speaking of Joe Burrow, did you see his Instagram post today? Dude posted a Instagram post. He's gotten jacked out of nowhere. And he also, like, the caption game was sick. It was like, welcome to the Salty Spittoon. And I was like, damn. Like, this dude doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. Like, this son of a bitch. Like, it could have been anything else. It wouldn't have topped that. And then everyone in the captions like, how tough are you? Or, like, not Winnie Hut Jr. Or something like that. It was just so, so perfect. I'm like, damn it. I wish I was that sicko mode. Drafted number one kick-ass captions oh like and like so during his heisman speech right like i don't know if you guys ever talked about this or not but like during his house he usually he like talks about how where he's from in like southeast ohio is like one of the most poor regions of ohio and he talks about giving back to the food bank and there was just millions of dollars that were donated into those small towns and tried to like you know infuse the 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 poverty-stricken um plight that they're dealing with so i mean joe burrow good dude dude checking boxes off left and right Something we're capped at. I'm more of a one box of uh, a day sort of guy. Maybe every couple of days, check it off. Yeah, I'm like that Scantron. I, you know, you have to perfectly fill the circle out, and I just keep yep. going darker and darker until I push through the paper. That's my problem. I'm kind of like I have some hanging chads and everything all over my Scantron. <laughs> like it just, it's inconclusive. Like you can't tell what, what progress has been made throughout the week. So, I'd like to see if he can crush as many beers as us, though. Flex. Probably way more. He's way. I bet more. he can. Yeah, the and, three of us collectively. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would and like to see that. His metabolism would like process it in ten minutes. Yeah, he would like gain He'd muscle from it. Yeah. Like you would just. Yeah. I would. <laughs> I would feel worse about myself after even trying. So. Yeah. Pump the brakes on that one. Yeah. I think we could. I think we could hang. I don't think that any three of us combined could do anything as good as Joe Burrow could do. I would like to know when's the last time. You saw him smoking that cigar. He fucked yeah, that, that up. So badass. Him no, walking yeah, down the toes. No, he huffed that bitch. He looked at that thing. And he goes, "Oh shit!" He he took it down wrong. Yeah, but that's cool. That's it's <laughs> it's relatable. Cool. Yeah, yeah, relatable. Like everybody relatable. But he could tell he hasn't been there before. He was like, Fool. right. But like, I know okay, a guy it's, named Jimmy. It's, it's probably like it's probably like a fifty dollars cigar, and all you're doing is like just and like you don't you can't taste it like. Inhale that thing. Well, I know Joe a guy Burrow, named dude. like Jimmy Ronaldo, and he like he you know pounded a whole cigar. Yeah, I, and, yeah that was bad. Uh, I don't even so want to think about Jim, that. Yeah, Jimmy, have some, yeah, Jimmy, you know, put some respect on your name for God's sakes. Have some self worth. You're better than Joe Burrow at something. Come on, and it has to be smoking a cigar. Boom, there you go. I, I mean, nah, uh, guys, you, you, this is the coldest take you've had in a long time. Like, like there's nothing that collectively, even if all three of us were together, selling like, apartments. No, he would because he did, managing he's got a, the eye candy. And, yeah, dude, dude, the, the guy won a whole a Heisman Trophy. He's the number one overall yeah. pick. He's a millionaire. He could literally bring the trophy, in yeah. and girls are like, I'd managing a trails. doesn't matter price. Managing a uh, an apartment uh, empire. Know. Yeah, yeah. See, no, he's that he's, was his degree. He's already better. He's he can, already better. Yeah, he dude. can buy the apartment. Dude, empire. he led he led a team. He led a team to a national championship. I I haven't led a team to anything. 
Plasco Burris is a pretty big leader on this team. I mean, stop and think about how much your life sucks compared to Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow. Just stop. Maybe like, I don't even think you – dude, you couldn't beat him at darts, and you guys play darts all the time. I think we could smoke There's no ass. fucking way, dude. No, I, I bet 100, 100 there has to be no something way. cool we could beat him at. I guarantee I we could outdrink him. I would like to think I could outdrink him. Oh, my him. God, There's no. no way. Okay. There's no way. You think – you guys say that. Okay, I just told you he's, like, been in the best shape of his life. Name one person that's been in the best shape of his life canning beers like a sailor. Every professional athlete ever? No, they don't. That's the most incorrect thing I've ever heard in my life. Dude, what do you think they do after their games? I guarantee they don't have 25. Mm. 20 to 25, I don't think they do. I mean, think it, but... Like, I don't know. If you play and win a national championship game, you, you have can one have day. one beer and you've already achieved way more than I have. Like, right. if I'm challenging you to a drinking contest at that point, I'm not arguing that. Unmatched. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying. So you, you a, think you both show up. Of liberal arts. Lib. <laughs> Sorry. I'd say. Yeah. But, no, there, I mean, all I'm saying Can't is there has to be something cool. That we do, that's better. There has to be. Okay. I don't. I don't think so, dude. Photography like, I, skills, Jimmy. Uh, I bet you can edit. I, there you go. Mm-hmm. I bet. I guarantee he can't do that. He's okay, maybe better, cool thing. Maybe like something like like playing an instrument or something like that. Yeah, like, like weird like, like niche okay. things. Yeah. I'm all. I'm, you guys are not getting it. I'm not saying we're anywhere near as overall <laughs> cool as him. I'm okay. saying there has to be something cool that we do. All right. So, so this, is, be- this, this is a hypothetical. Okay. So, so again, me and my friends used to talk about this all the time. Let's just say you have a professional soccer goalie, right? And you get a penalty kick. Do you think you could score on that professional soccer goalie? Not, not a one out of one out of a hundred. Do you think? Uh, no, because uh, every time I kick a soccer ball, it just goes That's not where I want it to go. Just, so hurt, like, just but, hurts but, my foot. Right, but like part, part of you wants to say, yeah, like if I give it 100 chances, I bet you I could get one of them. It's the same, it's, it, it, you wouldn't. Like, it's the same thing here. Like, no matter what I do, I would still not be as good as Joe Burrow at anything I did. I feel like that. I mean, you can go pretty broad, though. I'm trying to think. But I feel it's like probably, it's probably better driver. All across the board. Like you pick three random things, I guarantee you I will lose two of them. Doesn't matter yeah. what it is. Like, like okay. yeah, I might win one, but it's a weird thing to be like, hey, I'm slightly better. Like it's weird to be like, I'm good at this and I'm better than you who've never done this. Like it would be weird Bitch. if he's like, I can throw a football <laughs> farther and I'm like, congrats. Where it would be weird for me to be like, I can do this better than you. And he's like, I've never done that. Like, if you were to pick like something uniform, like whether it be athletic, like mental, like things like that, I still don't really know if I'd put myself up against it. Nope. Not even close. I mean, like you would have, you would have to find things that like are luck, luck induced, like paper, rock, scissors. You might be able to beat him, right. Or flipping a coin and calling it heads or tails. You might be able to beat him because I think luck's going to, you know, even out eventually. Okay. Do you guys know what the wonder uh, test is? Yep. Yep. He got a 34 on that. That's pretty good. It is Out good. Of what, 40? 50. Okay. The average score is 20. I'd like I to think, think we're above average. I bet we can get 28, 29 straight right. up. 
Imagine so, we practice. Can we take that? <laughs> hang on, hang on. So, so yeah, let's take, take let's all take the Wonderlick and then we'll post it on Twitter as to what we all got. What if I do bad? <laughs> then, then, then our our argument is valid that Joe Burrow just kicks our ass at everything. Can you take it? Like, yeah, is it like it. public? Yeah, there's a there's some harder, isn't it? Just general knowledge. It's pretty general knowledge, but like you do it in a timed like manner. Yeah, see, so that's the thing. Like, it's so simple. It's like. So, like, there's a bunch of, like, sequence questions on there. It's like, okay, if you had one, then you had three, then you had seven, and then you had 13. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's odd numbers, but you're adding by – it was by two, and then it was by four, then it was by six. Like, you're trying to figure out what the next one in the, in the chain would be. It's questions like that. Then there's some words. Like, there's, like, some sentence questions. Like, I don't even know, like, uh, logic questions. I don't know. There's a shit ton of stuff like that. Where you, everybody can figure it out but you're under pressure. So I think there's only been one so, time. So, so yes. I just looked this up because I knew that Ryan Fitzpatrick, who, who is, you know, a starting quarterback, went to Harvard. He got a 48. There's, there's been a couple 50s. Uh, J.J. Ryan, Watt did really good, didn't he? I, people who did really bad, and this is like, you know, if you're a football fan, you know this, but like Vince Young, right, started at University of Texas. He got a six. He got a six. He got a six. That's so unreal. All right. So, like, here's another one. Uh, Frank Gore, right? Been in the league forever. He's going to finish in probably, you know, the top five, top three, whatever his all-time running back. He got a six. That's unreal. I'm pretty sure you get – I could be wrong. I think you get, like, 20 minutes to do that. In effect, he must. They must just not even give a shit. Because Vince Young knew he was gonna be the number one pick. He's like, "Fuck it! Like I don't need to take a dumbass wonderlick test. Like I'm not splitting atoms. <laughs> like I'm throwing. I'm chucking footballs." And he's and he's out of the league. Maybe that attitude, you know, didn't see? work for Frank Gore though. No. And they they commend Frank Gore for being one of the smartest runners ever. Yeah, he stayed in the league. What is his 18th or 19th year in the league now? So. Dude's not dumb. You get 12 minutes to answer all 50 questions in the Wonderland. Ooh, that's a, that's a short amount. There's of time. zero. I, all right, I, I will buy there's you. There's no way I in will, fuck I would beat Joe I will, Burrow. I will, I, will, I will buy you a case of beer if you beat Joe Burrow. Like that's, there's that's no the way. That's there's the no way I'd beat him. Now I'm thinking like 12 minutes. <laughs> that's no time at all. Shit, I barely, I barely be able to spell my name. Uh, I kind of want to take it. I'm just curious now. We're going to do it for a – so my fantasy football league that I'm doing back home with my friends, I won this last year, so I get to pick the uh, punishment. We're doing like a combine Make thing. Make the SAT. No, we're doing the Wonder Lick. So they're, they're doing drinking and, like, doing combine stuff. And then at the end of it, after they've been boozing and stuff, they have to take the Wonder Lick. <laughs> if they can't beat a 20 – they have to take a shot or a shotgun of beers to end it all. So that's going to be nice quality stuff. Drafting with a handicap. I, damn. Now I'm thinking like, I don't even know if I could get a 20 on the wonder look. Like stone sober 12 minutes. I bet you could, but I think, I think the pressure would really get to me. There's I bet something I get about at least 12 a- minutes to 15 minutes. That, that little like 15 minutes seems like a shit ton of time. 12 minutes seems like nothing. No. I bet I can get a 27. I was thinking around like the 25 to 26 range, but yeah, I don't I know. like a 25. What did Joe Burrow get on his ACT? I know I didn't beat him, but I'm just curious if that's public info. So he's, I feel like from, he's like a 24 to 26 kind of guy. 
do they take ACTs there or is it SAT? SA, he's some I bet he's more of a SAT thing. It, it doesn't seeing. say. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he just got paid money to go play at Ohio State and then he transferred to LSU. So that stuff doesn't matter. Work, worked out for him. Yeah, if you're a yeah. good athlete, it doesn't matter. I'm trying to think. I mean, we all went to ISU, so no one's really being yeah. like, I got a 35. Like that. You Nobody's don't ever hear that. Nobody's <laughs> No one's. It's like, do you get a 22? And it's like, yeah, you too. And it's like, yep. And that's just how it goes. I screwed up, right? Royally average people love royally <laughs> average people. <laughs> it's like, you didn't want to be an engineer? Nope. Glad you're here. That's good. Glad you didn't go to U of I. Yeah, fuck Purdue. Big Ten school hard. All right, well, that's all I got. We'll wrap yep. this up. There we go. I'm all right. Go to bed. It's yep, night, Randy, night time. thanks for being on. Boys, good as always. Yeah, man. Stay safe, and uh, we'll take that wonder look sometime soon. That'll be fun. Yeah, dude. I'll, I'm into it. I think it would be fun. I don't think I'd be good, but I think I would have fun doing it. I'm just curious now. Loser, uh, loser has to buy a round of darts with the quarters that they've been hoarding. I'd struggle to find a dollar. So if we're doing cricket, uh, what do you need? So you need what, like a dollar seventy-five or the quarters? Yeah, it's expensive. That's a shit ton, man. And there's a, there's a coin shortage apparently. So tough times. All right. That does it for episode 27. Again, Randy, thanks for coming on. Um, follow us on Twitter. Talk about the podcast. Spread the spread the good vibes, bro. Spread the good vibes. Like, Not yeah. the COVID. Only the good for vibes. True. For true. All right. That is it for us. See y'all.